Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Welcome to Live Boldly with Sarah, a guide through trauma, personal healing, growth, and discovery leading to the ultimate life of joy, mental wellness, and less fear. As a single mother, certified coach in transitional change and adventure, I will share my personal traumas and help you with steps to be free of whatever internal or external chains are keeping you from enjoying this life. My guests and I go beyond the typical conversation as they share their inspirational journeys. And every other week, I bring you my solo episodes where I highlight issues or ahas that I know you are going through too. From relationships, aspirations that have seemed impossible, motherhood, friendships, work, transitions, inertia, depression, my wish is this forum can help you through all of this and more. My mission is to create a supportive community and connection that empowers each one of you to love yourself and believe your right to live boldly. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Live Boldly with Sarah. Today we're going to be discussing parenting your children when your family happens to be going through hard times, because what family does not go through hard times? Every single family does. This is something that I utilized when our family went through a very difficult, huge transition 10 years ago uh, when I was living through betrayal, complex PTSD, really finding myself at the pit of what I'm going to call shit and hell. Let's just call it what it is. You know, I think so often we as parents feel like we have to carry everything, the whole load, right? We got to take care of everyone. We're so worried about our kids that we forget about ourselves when we are going through grief, trauma, loss, devastation, whatever, you know, we are faced with. And you can't do it alone. I'm going to tell you that right now. You cannot carry every single thing on your back alone, because you will break, you will fall, and you will find yourself at a place that you never, that then you can't take care of anyone, right? And so we really want to figure out how best to support everybody, knowing that we can ask for help, we can receive. It's very hard to do. I get it. Uh, And I want to share with you what I did. So first of all, a quick statistic that I read today. Did you know that divorce rates are falling? I I was like, wait, what? Uh, 40 to 50% of, of uh, couples are now getting divorced. It's actually falling. That said, here's what's interesting. The rate of divorce for 50 plus is rising. I'm actually not overly surprised about that. A lot of my clients come to me in their late 40s, early 50s, and they find themselves 20, 30 years out of their marriage or in their marriage. And they're like, oh my God, what just happened? I'm suddenly like faced with, do I get divorced? How do I get divorced? And who am I outside of this marriage when I've been with this person for 20 to 30 years? I get it. I promise you, as I was telling a client today, Sometimes uh, we need to be faced with this in order to really find who we are. And um, I always say everything is happening for us, not to us, including difficult times like this. I found that my divorce has literally, so I'm again, 10 years out of the trauma, seven or eight years. I don't even remember seven years, six years uh, out of my divorce. And I'm going to say that my forties started really shitty and they're ending pretty damn amazing. So I'm entering year 50 
what is what do they call that? Like um, level 50, my 50th year being on this earth. And I'm freaking stoked out about my 50s because my 40s were hard. They started really, really hard. And then they ended up where I'm like, wow, looking back 10 years, that that was the most crazy decade that I never imagined would ever have happened in my life. So there is light as we come out of our darkness. I promise you that when you're going through any big change in life, any big transformation, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you that it can end up being one of the coolest experiences in finding these levels of yourself that you never, ever would have imagined were there. So let's talk though really quick about that impact, right? The impact that your family goes through and how do we support our kids uh, when we are in that annihilation, I'm going to call it obliteration of whatever is happening. So for me, it was divorce. Again, this could be for the death of a loved one in your family. Perhaps you're moving across the country and your kids need support and you can't hold it all at one time when you're going through these big life transformations for not only, because here's the thing, it's not only yourself, it's not only if you have a partner in this too, uh, it's not only your kids individually, but it's your family unit as a whole as well, right? So we have the parts of our family and then we have that family unit as a whole. And so what I did during that was number one, didn't feel like I had to carry it all on my own. I did it when we first started, when I was first hit with everything. I felt like I was carrying the world on my shoulders. I felt like I was carrying every bit of our family life on my shoulders. And I remember it, man, I was falling apart. I couldn't eat. I was forcing myself to have an apple a day. I remember going down the 405 when I was going to one of my middle son's water polo match and I couldn't eat. And I remember picking up the apple that I carried with me <laughs> in my purse for, I can't even tell you how long. I literally had carried it like from the car to the house to all over the place. And it kept being carried with me. And it was literally sitting uh, in my car. And I remember thinking to myself, Sarah, you have to eat this apple. If we can make it through this apple, we're going to be good. And I did. I ate the apple and it was hard because I lost all of my appetite and you know, during that time, it, there's so much that happens within you internally, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, when your family's going through hard times, when you're having to carry so much. What I did during this time with my kids is I sat with what was important to them. What was the thing that they loved most in their life? And how can they utilize that as almost like their own therapy, right? Their own coaching, uh, to work through this as they navigated their way through it as well as a family. Now, in the beginning part, they didn't know what was happening between my husband and myself. That said, you can always tell, like there's energy that happens within the family unit, right? And you can, uh, kids know, kids know when things are shifting in their family life, in the home, they can feel it in within the home. And so I remember going to, I was, I was looking at my children, not my oldest, because my oldest was older, but my younger too. And I remember sitting with what is important in their life right now? Uh, what is the thing that they love? And for my middle son, it was water polo. For my younger son, it was basketball. And so I went to their coaches and individually. And I said, look, actually, my middle son at the time was playing basketball as well. So I also went to his basketball coaches. And I said, 
our family's going through something. Could you please keep an eye out for them? I need you to step in not only as their coach, but as a mentor, as an ear. If you see something is happening with them, with him, them, could you please start to ask the questions? Are you okay? Is there something bothering you? Start to pay attention to them emotionally, mentally, physically, and you know, in all of the ways. And then could you be there for them even more than what you have been? right now in their life, because I can't be all of the parts in their life too. I just can't. And it sucks. Let me tell you, as a parent, when you want to be there for everything, like in terms of you want to be the sounding board for your kids and everything, it sucks realizing that you can't be at all. You can't do it all. It's hard, um, especially when you're used to being that person, right? And all of a sudden now you can't be because you're also caring so much emotionally, mentally for yourself, physically for yourself as well. So I did that individually for both of my boys. I I went to their coaches and I had the conversations and I you know asked them to also step in and be something for them that they more than what they had been. And then I also went to their teachers. I went to their schools and I explained it to the principal and I explained it to their teachers what was happening, their classroom teacher um, and all the other teachers as well and explained, look, without detail, our family's going through something and could you please support them and pay attention to them and just keep an eye on them for me because I, again, I'm not there in the classroom. I'm not there, you know, on the court or in the pool or whatever it is. And things come up for kids when we least expect it as well. They might all of a sudden have anger that comes out of nowhere and not understand it themselves. And so we need to be able to support them um, or tears, right? Crying or whatever it is. We need to be able to support them when we're not there as well. And how we do that is by asking others to also support them. You're doing it for your kids. You're also doing it for yourself. And you're doing it for the coaches, the teachers that are also in their life. Because our coaches and our teachers also need to understand when our kids are going through something so that they also can look out for it. And if all of a sudden their attitude or something changes within the classroom, on the court, on the pool, you know, in the pool, whatever it is they'll now be able to understand what's happening with them as well. So you're, I used to be a teacher, right? Y'all, maybe you don't know that, but when I, I was, uh, when I went to the university, uh, University of Wisconsin-Madison, I was an art teacher and there was nothing that I wanted to know more about my students than what was also happening in their home life. Not details. I didn't need all the details. I needed to know though, when they, when something was happening outside of the classrooms that I could understand what was happening also with them in the classroom. Uh, you would be shocked at how therapeutic, because I was an art teacher, how therapeutic art was for my students. Oh my gosh. I could tell through the drawings, the paintings, the 3D artwork that they were creating when they were also going through hard times, it just showed up within their artwork. And that's why I'm saying to you, Find the thing that your kids are really good at, the passions in their life, and let that become their therapy within their day as they're navigating through this uh, shift, this transformation, this transition within their own life, but then within the family unit as well. If it's music, if it's dance, if it's theater, if it is art, right, the, the visual arts, 
uh, sports. Now, I will also say that, and I don't like to talk on behalf of my kids, um, quite frankly, because they have their own voice and they have their own mouth. They can talk themselves. As a mom, though, I will tell you, and what I've witnessed within their sports is that allowing them that opportunity and talking with them about it too and explaining to them, which they didn't always want to hear. I'm going to tell you, like they sometimes are like, mom, just shut up. I don't need to hear this anymore. They didn't say it like that, but literally they would say like, really again, but I would explain to them how I wanted them, how I, my hope was for them to use the pool or the court as their therapy, right? To be able to get their aggression out. When you're throwing that ball into the net, you know, use your anger from what's happening, however angry that you are about the situation that we are in and really thrust it, like get that ball into the net or, you know, uh, use it uh, in defense when you're on the court or, um, you know, in the pool, use it when you're in offense, when you're going against that player that is in your face and you're like, oh yeah, you want to take me down? I'll take you down. Like use that as use the, use what you're going through as motivation to also win, um, when you were in the, in the sports arena now, and again, they didn't always like me talking to them about, the, about it like that, but that was my hope for them. Now, as an observer, as a parent, I will tell you it worked. I believe it worked because I've witnessed them excel in their sports through this journey. And it's been super freaking cool to see. Again, they can talk for themselves. They can tell you what they think. I, as their mom, uh, have watched how they've used it to really excel, to better themselves in the pool and on the court. And so as parents are navigating through those hard times, find those people that can best support them. Find that one thing that your kid loves and is passionate about and allow them to use that to uh as their therapy and working through the emotions that the mental space, whatever it is that they are in, as they are also finding themselves through this journey of um, difficulty, whatever it is that your family is living through. I'm going to tell you it was key. Now, how long did I did this for? do this for? I get asked that a lot. My clients ask me this a lot. They, they say, well, did you only do it for that first year? No, I didn't. I did it for, <laughs> to be honest with you, four years and my kids didn't know it. Um, I did share with them when I needed to, when it was appropriate, you know, when I shared it with that or when I shared it with their teachers and their coaches, but it was literally for those first four years, I went to their teachers and I explained it to them, you know, where we were at as a family unit, uh, where we were in the divorce process. Um, you know, when we sold our house, I, I told them that like, Hey, look, we're going through this huge transition again. I'm selling the house and we're moving across the street and now the kids are in one room together. And I, I tried as best as I could age appropriate to also discuss it with the kids. Um, when I was having these conversations with their teachers and with their coaches, it's really important having open communication along the way and sharing what is appropriate so that the, your kids also know that your te- that their teachers know, their coaches know, that they can go and talk to them too. So as best as you can, navigating what feels right for you in those first, I would say, four years, because yes, there's the impact. And then there's 
the there's the fallout, right? As we all know, there's the fallout that happens when something um, big happens if it's divorce, or there's going to be fallout when you're moving across the country. We did that too. Uh, I moved from Wisconsin to um, California with our family years ago uh, with my husband when I was married, and there was fallout in that. There's transitions, there's transformations that occur, and so you know throughout that time really when any when anything big happens there's that impact there's the fallout and then there's the almost like reclamation right like where we come back out of it and we're finding this new us as a family unit individually as parents whatever it is so i'd say around 4 years is what i did you got to do what feels right for you i always say every journey is different use the tools that you are hearing that are going to work best for you and um and you know, use them in a way that works for you and your kids and your family as well. So that's what I did. I hope that this helps you. Uh, and then it also gives space for your own journey, right? Of finding yourself in this in this hard time, whatever it is that your family is going through as well. Because we as parents continue to pull back the layers and change as well. We're human. And to think that we don't is ridiculous. We all do. We rise, we change, we shift, we transform. And so also this gives you that space that you need to uh, find who you are in all of this as well. And so hopefully these tools allow you to do just that. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know how this works for you. Uh, when I shared this with my former therapist that I was doing this, she loved it. She's like, ooh, this is, that's a great idea. And it's been fun to have her, she's now a colleague of mine. It's been fun to have her watch how it's also worked and played out as well. Um, and so whatever works for you, go for it. And I'd love to hear how it also works for you in the process. And so message me, share this with those people that need to hear it too. Tag me in social media, go subscribe, rate, review, forward this podcast to those people that are in hard times right now in their families, um, if it's through death, if it's through divorce, if it's through moving, whatever it is. Uh, and definitely even my family, we lived through a tornado when I was young, by the way, and it would have been good to have a little bit more support through that. We like a tornado ripped through my through my town when I was a young girl. And I'm going to tell you, even that, that was really traumatic for me. And so whatever trauma that your family is living through right now, if it's natural disaster, you know, find those people that can support your kids while you're also finding yourself in that process. Again, subscribe, rate, review on all the platforms and find me and message me and tell me also what you would like to hear from me as well. And I'd love to be here and share more with you too. I love you and have an absolute beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Live Boldly podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm grateful to have you here. I believe in you, I believe in us, and always will. Life can get hard, but I promise you, on the other side, it's glorious. I'd love to invite you over to sarahsholtenkranz.com to receive five free meditations recorded by me or download your free guide on how nature is your perfect healing therapy. My site has many free resources to guide you on your life journey, many that I used myself while on my road from victim to thriver. And also, please, I ask that you share my podcast with those who may need inspiration, information, or who need to hear from others going through where they are right now. To grow this podcast, please leave an iTunes review 
review and subscribe, go find it on other platforms such as iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please also go to my Instagram or Facebook page, leave a message in my comments, and tell me what you think of this episode. Please share in your stories and tag me. I'd love to reshare and celebrate your healing journey. I love hearing from each one of you. Let's keep the ripple going. It begins with each one of us. I love you and have a great day. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.